I'm Ryan. I'm Brett. That was quiet at the stump. I'm, I'm Brett. <laughs> yeah. Are you hearing the voice crack? Yeah. I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> my voice crack. It pays my car. <laughs> What's up, guys? And welcome to the question at hand. Um, we're, you know, we have fantastic voice cracks from Brad over here. All right. So, haven't gone through puberty yet. <laughs> Uh, we were just talking before we started recording again um, about, what did you say? Joe Buck. <laughs> I asked uh, why jo- why everyone hates Joe Buck. And Christian said, because <laughs> he sucks, dude. And then he, I think we spent like five or 10 minutes explaining why Joe Buck sucks and how there are 40 minute long compilations on YouTube of his worst calls. So apparently Joe Buck uh, gets lots of hate, but... Uh, tonight we're talking about the Super Bowl and our predictions for Super Bowl LV, um, also known as Super Bowl 55. And uh, I found an article that says 2021 Super Bowl, 55 things to know for Super Bowl LV matchup between Chiefs and Buccaneers. It's the Super Bowl of love. Exactly. <laughs> I bet someone puts that in the commercial. <laughs> If they didn't, they should call you and be like, dude, you want to come do marketing for us for the next year's Super Bowl yeah. commercial? LVI. Mm-hmm. Lovey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so number one is, uh, if you didn't know, the game will be played between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, it's marking the first time the two teams have squared off in the Super Bowl, which is kind of interesting. That doesn't surprise me, though, because... Haven't the Buccaneers been like twenty? Isn't this their only only their second time? Yeah, well, they haven't been around that long. Yeah, it's number three. You're getting ahead of me, Brett. Sorry. Uh, number two, <laughs> the Chiefs are looking to become just the eighth team in NFL history to repeat as Super Bowl champions. Mm-hmm. They won last year. They beat the San Francisco Fortune Honors in Super Bowl Live. Mm. Yeah. Um, the Buccaneers will be making just their second Super Bowl appearance in team history. The last time they made it, they closed the 2002 season with a 48-21 route of the Oakland Raiders in Super Bowl XXXVII 37. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be the Chiefs' fourth Super Bowl appearance. Before winning it all in 2019, they fell to the Green Bay Packers after the 1966 season during the Super Bowl then won their first title with a 23-7 to route of the Minnesota Vikings in Super Bowl four. 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 <laughs> that sounds so, so weird. Super Bowl IV. And Minnesota Vikings probably needed an IV after that game. I also, uh, CBS NFL apparently likes to call every game a route if it's more than like a <laughs> seven-point game. Um Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady is making his 10th Super Bowl appearance, an NFL record. This will be his first outside of New England. It's also his first season with the Buccaneers, which is bananas. Yeah. <laughs> Brady, who already owns an NFL record six Super Bowl rings, would become the first player to ever win seven NFL championships. Obviously, because he already has the record with a victory in Super Bowl LV. 
Three others, Packers lineman Fuzzy Thurston and Forrest Gregg and defensive back Herb Adderley have won a combined six NFL championships or Super Bowls in their careers. He's tied for six, even though it says he already owns an NFL record six Super Bowl rings. Um, Patrick Mahomes, who won Super Bowl MVP in the Chiefs' last title, is looking to become the youngest quarterback in NFL history to win multiple Super Bowls. He won in 2019 at age 24 and is looking to do it again at 25. Mahomey. It's crazy that he won a Super Bowl. And he, like the fact that this guy grew up so close to us yep. and is our age and is on his way to becoming a billionaire. <laughs> The stat stout contract he signed. Did you see that he bought his wife or his fiance? They're not even technically married yet, I guess. But her mom car since she's having a baby. And it was like a two hundred thousand dollar Lamborghini, like the SUV Lamborghini, whatever those are. Yeah, freaking insane, man. <laughs> just kidding, Lindy. I'm just kidding. wow. <laughs> In a turn of events, Brett is now gay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Buccaneers are the first team in NFL history to play a Super Bowl in their own stadium. Oh yeah, that, I did see that. That's, that's home field advantage. Maybe. Wonder how much of a home field advantage it really is, though. Because I don't know, man. They have a giant especially ship this year. Have you seen their giant ship? Well, yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying without like it, fans it probably, and stuff. Without fans, yeah. and then. Well, I, I guess there is going to be some fans there, but they're probably yeah, not all going to be from Tampa Bay, which no Super Bowl is really yeah. just people from that area. Yeah. Uh, this will be the 17th Super Bowl hosted in Florida. The city of Tampa will be hosting its fifth this year, while Miami has 11. Holy cow. And Jacksonville has one. Mm-hmm. I know that. Uh, it's the average temperature on the day of the Super Bowl has to be above 50 degrees. I think for them to choose that city as a oh really stadium. Yeah, I remember it was a big deal because a few years ago at the Meadowlands, yeah, the, mm-hmm. in New, I guess New Jersey technically, um, that that was a big deal because pretty much every other Super Bowl that has ever been played has been somewhere in the South or in California. Yeah. I mean, it definitely helps. Like, no one wants to go sit in a Super Bowl for one thing. Yeah. But also, like, just for the players and their safety and stuff, you want it to be a little warmer. Yeah. But I guess that that's kind of changing now. Unless you're Green Bay. Wasn't there... Then you have a home field advantage no matter what in your home stadium. It was like a couple of seasons ago, they had the Super Bowl in Minnesota. But that's just because they have a dome stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter Yeah, what the weather's like. Green Bay, on the other hand, though. No, I don't think they'll ever host a Super Bowl. Man, can you imagine playing a Super Bowl there? Like, even just the playoff games look miserable, dude. Like, those guys have got to be so freaking cold. Mm -hmm. Golly. Uh, Super Bowl 55 is scheduled to kick off at 6.30. Are you freaking kidding me? They put that you can stream it free on cbssports.com or the CBS Sports app as number 10. <laughs> Shameless plug, I guess, from those guys. <laughs> I'm going to cut that one out. 
Golly. Number 10 sucked. Here's number 11. The, <laughs> the Chiefs are slight favorites to win, opening with a three-point advantage at William Hill Sportsbook. Every, That's crazy that it's only a three-point advantage considering that they've got Patrick Mahomes as their quarterback, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. On the, on the outside. The last couple of games that Tom Brady has it's, been not picked to win. He's won. He's won. I know, man. And I kind of, it's hard to bet against Tom Brady. I know Christian said that the other day because we were kind of keeping up with the score on the way back. And I was like, I don't know, man. I, I was like, because we were laying in bed the night before and we were like, because we were at a hotel. We were in Galveston. This isn't like weird. Like we don't just like sleep with each other all the time or anything. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who's <Jake now>? <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're laying there in the hotel and I look over at Christian and I'm like, so who you got for the games tomorrow? And, uh, he's like, dude, uh, I, I've said it since the beginning of the season. I got the chiefs and the Packers and, uh, I'm like, man, I don't know, dude, you never know. I mean, Brady has been solid. And then I was, yeah, we were on the way home. He was like, dude, I got to stop betting against Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> the dude threw three interceptions and still won that game. Mm-hmm. I know, man. It's freaking crazy. He's, oh, it's hard. Like, I, and I know at the end of this, we're going to give our predictions and kind of who we think we're, we're picking to win. It's just hard to bet against Tom Brady, man. Yeah. Like, no matter how much you may want to see Patrick Mahomes win, which you won last year, it's not like, I mean, it'd be cool to watch him go back to back, but mm-hmm. does it really matter? No, not really. Um, I don't care as long as I win the, whatever the number is for our pot, like we have every year. I want hundred bucks. So, what's up? I do think the one that the NFL prefers is that Tom Brady wins. Oh yeah, I think that's the storyline they want. Where he could potentially, I don't think he will, but he could potentially retire this year. But he is at the end of his career. He is, yeah. And I mean, it'd be a heck of a way to go out on top, that's for sure. But of course, that's what it, they thought a couple of years ago. Yeah. He won too. <laughs> it, I mean, but can you imagine the story for this guy? Like some documentary down the road where they're like, and just when everybody thought Tom was done, <laughs> he switches teams and wins a Super Bowl the same year. You know how crazy that is? Like as if he's not already considered the goat. Mm-hmm. That would be like an another checkbox on the goat resume that's like you are literally the greatest player to ever touch the field and here's why. And you add that that's like, yeah, he went to a team. It was like he threw darts at a board and said, "Yeah, I'm going to go there." <laughs> yep. And then goes and wins a Super Bowl. It's freaking crazy, dude. You got something? No. <laughs> you acted like you always act like you got something to say. And then I'm like, so you got, yeah, I don't know. I just think the NFL wants him to win. Why are you saying so, that? So he can go out like he has the final say. Yeah. And so he can say like, yeah, Mahomes isn't taking over just yet. I ha- did see that stat that was on Pat McAfee's show where they put up his statistics in the playoffs ever since he turned 37. And it was greater than every other big quarterback in the NFL right now throughout their entire career. You see that he's also more likely to make a Super Bowl than Steph Curry is to score a three-pointer? 
That blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. I think he's been in oh, Super Bowls man. in 47% of his seasons. It's like 10 of... 10 out of 21. Yeah. And then Steph Curry, his three-point percentage is just 43%. It's freaking crazy, dude. Like... Oh, man. Golly. I'm so I'm saying. It's yeah. hard to bet against Tom Brady, yeah. man. He finds a way to get it done one way or another. Um, number 12, Kansas City got to the Super Bowl by winning a franchise record 14 games in the regular season. Almost went undefeated had they not lost to the Raiders. I watched that game. It was rough to watch. Mahomes was like horrible in that game. Yeah, I will say they had a lot of close wins this year. They did, yeah. That's what I told my dad at one point. I was like, is he ever just going to like win a game and show people that he's the best quarterback in the league or is he just going to keep it all close and be like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm going to pad my game-winning drive stats because that's literally how it was most of the season. I'd like to see, I mean, I'm sure it's out there somewhere, what his margin of victory was for the entire season because I'm pretty sure it was like under 10 points. Average. Like literally they won by like two or three points in like half the games, I'm pretty sure. Kind of ridiculous. But um, the Buccaneers got to the Super Bowl by going 11-5 and five in the regular season. Their best finish since 2005 and beating Washington, the Saints, and Packers in the playoffs. The football team. And they also lost to New Orleans twice during the regular season, but then beat them in the divisional round when it counted. In Drew Brees' final season. Supposedly. Apparently. We'll see. Yeah. yeah, dude, that look that he gave at the end of that game where he's walking in the locker room and like looked back, I was like, what the heck, man? Because I was watching that one live. I was kind of... There's a book over there. There is a book over there. <laughs> With Drew Brees. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that book is. I really don't know. Uh Number 14, Andy Reid and Bruce Arians have only coached two games against each other with each one claiming one win. Both games were three-point contests. Mm. Uh, This will be Arians' first Super Bowl appearance as a head coach. He made the big game three times with the Steelers. First as wide receivers coach and then offensive coordinator in 2008 and 2010. They went two and one in those Super Bowls. So he's got Super Bowl experience one way or another, as well as the GOAT. Tom Brady. Reed will be making his fifth Super Bowl appearance and third as a head coach. He won with the Packers in 1996 as an assistant offensive line and tight ends coach, then appeared in Green Bay's return bid in 1997 as QB's coach and assistant head coach. He narrowly lost to the Patriots as the Eagles head coach in 2004, then won his first as a head coach with the Chiefs in 2019. Both teams' quarterbacks ranked in the top five in the league in passing yards and touchdowns in 2020. Brady threw for... 4,633 yards and 40 touchdowns while Mahomes threw for 4,740 yards, which was second in the league and 38 touchdowns, fourth. Brady threw for more touchdowns. He was second in the league, which just goes to show you that he can score. He can score, boy. Both Brady and Mahomes ranked in the top three in passing yards per game with Brady averaging 289.6 and Mahomes averaging 316, the best total in the NFL. Both quarterbacks also hold impressive conference championship track records. Brady has appeared in 14 different AFC or NFC title games, winning 10 of them. Mahomes, meanwhile, has appeared in three straight, winning his last two. 
the offensive bread and butter for both teams, as you may have guessed, is throwing the ball. Reed has long been one of the most pass-oriented coaches in the NFL, and Arians has a similarly firm, similarly firm reputation as a fan of the aerial attack. There are combined 16 career Pro Bowl honors between the Buccaneers and Chiefs top wide receivers and Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and Tyreek Hill. Tight end Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. That man is a beast, dude. Holy crap. He's a freaking man amongst boys out there. He's the Chiefs' deadliest weapon outside of Hill at 31. I didn't realize he was that old. He went off for a career-high 105 catches, 1,416 yards, and 11 touchdowns this season. It's a bunch of touchdowns for a tight end. The Bucks tend to spread the ball around more, though Mike Evans led the team with 70 catches for 1,006 yards and 13 scores. Um, Scotty Miller might be one of the most underrated X-factors of the Super Bowl. I also heard that he came out today and said, or maybe the other day, and said that he is faster than Tiger Kill. That's uh he said he's the fastest player in the NFL. Yeah. The second year man is just five feet nine and under 180 pounds, but has been one of Tom Brady's top deep plate targets, averaging 15.2 yards per catch. Speaking of big plays, no one hits on them quite like the Chiefs, whereas Kansas City isn't always the most methodical, it can almost never be counted out of scoring in a hurry, with Kelsey Hill and fellow pass catcher. Nicole Hardman, all averaging more than 13 yards per reception. Jeez, dude, that's insane. Stats are there. What an insane stat lives in your head rent-free. Uh, dude, what was the one you said earlier? The which one? <laughs> when I was like, dude, yeah, that should be your insane stat that lives in your head rent-free. Oh, the Cleopatra. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness Uh, neither team boasts a thousand yard rusher defense is neither team's specialty don't say at 43 Brady will making his third Super Bowl start since turning 40 (laughs) what the heck man that's freaking crazy no other quarterback has ever made it to the big game in his 40s and this is his third that's freaking crazy dude this will be Brady's fifth Super Bowl appearance in seven years. He's three and one in the first four for his career. Brady is six and three in Super Bowl appearances. Brady's matchup with Mahomes marks the first time the previous two Super Bowl winning quarterbacks face off in the next Super Bowl. Wow. Brady won in 2018. Mahomes won last year. Both Brady and Mahomes will be vying for another Super Bowl MVP. Brady has, acclaimed, has claimed the award four times in 01, 03, 2014, and 2016. He won MVP in 01, and this is 2021. Yeah. Good grief, man. Uh, Super Bowl 55 will be the first title game featuring just one team that entered the playoffs for the first round bye since 2013. Uh, the last seven Super Bowls saw both contenders finish as a top two seed in their conference. That's interesting. Uh, the Chiefs enter as an unofficial standard bearer for the AFC over the past half decade. They've won double-digit games in six straight seasons and seven of their past eight since Reed became coach in 2013. What's that about the Super Bowl? So uh, Andy Reed's been with the Chiefs since 2013? What it says, yeah. yeah. It doesn't really seem like it's been that long. I feel like it was only like five years ago. That he became the head coach, but I, 
I don't know. I didn't keep up with the Chiefs at all until Mahomes yeah. started playing there. So mm-hmm. they were good before too when they had Alex Smith. They made a couple playoff yeah. runs. Uh, unlike the Chiefs, the Buccaneers have been far from a playoff mainstay as of late. You don't say. This current playoff run is their first in 13 years. They missed the postseason from 20, 2008 to 2019 and hadn't won a postseason game since 2002, the last time they went to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Jeez, that's crazy. Uh, Bruce Arians has had somewhat of an unconventional route to the Super Bowl. He didn't become a head coach until age 60 when he took over the Colts for a rehabilitating Chuck Pagano. And he won coach of the year in the process. Wow. Brady, of course, is best known for his 20-year career with the Patriots, with whom he won six titles, earned 14 Pro Bowl selections, and cemented a Hall of Fame legacy. He signed with the Buccaneers as the headliner of Arian's win-now overhaul in March on a two-year contract. So he still is under contract unless he retires. After 53 years of Super Bowls that featured at most only one team with red as a primary uniform color, Super Bowl 55 marks the second straight championship in which both teams primarily wear red. Ooh. See, that, that's something that would interest my wife. What? Colors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she always picks her team based, based on, on color. which well, guess color what? She They're both red yeah. this time. <laughs> so I'll, I'll have to tell her that. See, see yeah. which one she's going to choose based on their uniforms. The Chiefs heavily outweigh the Bucks in 2020 Pro Bowlers, 7-1. to one. Wow. Fisher, who's charged with protecting Mahomes' blindside, will miss the Super Bowl with a torn Achilles suffered in the AFC title game. That's not good. Uh, the Chiefs are also expected to be without their starting right tackle. <laughs> Jeez, man. <laughs> this is making it look uh, just more and more in Brady's favor. Uh, the Bucks went five and three at Raymond Jones Stadium, the side of the game this season, and the Chiefs went eight and zero on the road. Their only loss was a home game. Uh, Arian sixty eight has already insisted he won't retire, regardless of how the Super Bowl ends. Joking with reporters, he's going for two. Steve Spagnolo, the. Chiefs defensive coordinator has a storied history scheming against Tom Brady in 2007 as coordinator for the New York Giants. He helped Big Blue stifle Brady and the Patriots for an unforgettable Super Bowl upset, which erased an otherwise perfect season for New England. The last time the Bucks and Chiefs met was week 12 of this season, November 29th. The Chiefs went up big early on, taking a 17 to nothing lead as Tyreek Hill exploded past Tampa Bay secondary. But the Bucks pulled within three in the fourth quarter thanks to some of Brady's own magic. Ended up 27-24. Limited seating and made COVID-19 restrictions could skyrocket ticket prices to record heights. I saw one the other day that was like 10 grand. Oof. Mm. Which seems absolutely ridiculous. I can't imagine spending that much money just to watch a football game. Or like I can't either, players. man. Ugh. I can't either. Which I guess, you know, that's a memory that you'll have for the rest of your life. Oh, but no, no doubt. Especially if Brady wins and you get to say, yeah, I was there when Tom Brady won his seventh Super Bowl. Uh, the Buccaneers have not lost since November 29th meeting with the Chiefs the week before the regular season bye. They won seven straight entering the Super Bowl, including the playoffs. 
because black ba- black <laughs> because backup QBs have played a relatively prominent role in the postseason so far. You want to know the Bucks and Chiefs emergency signal callers? We don't care. Chad Henney and Blake Gabbert. Yes, but I know them. Like personally? No, I'm just giving them love. <laughs> Brady will try to become the only quarterback other than Peyton Manning to win a Super Bowl for multiple franchises. The NFL will permit 22,000 fans at the stadium for the game, including 7,500 healthcare workers vaccinated for COVID-19, all of whom will will receive free tickets from the league. It's roughly one-third the typical capacity of the stadium. That would be cool if you got to go see the Super Bowl for free. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Carl Cheffers will referee the game as part of a crew featuring Sarah Thomas, who becomes the first woman to officiate a Super Bowl. Three-time Grammy Award-winning artist The Weeknd, a staple of contemporary pop and R&B, will headline the Super Bowl 55 high- halftime show. R&B artist Jasmine Sullivan will join country singer Eric Church for a duet of the national anthem before kickoff. A special pregame coin toss will feature poet... Amanda Gorman, who recited her work at the presidential inauguration, educator Tremaine Davis, nurse manager Susie Dorner, and Marine veteran James Martin. Jim Nance, Tony Romo, Tracy Wolfson, and Jay Feely will be on the call for the CBS broadcast, and you'll find nonstop coverage of Super Bowl 55, both before, during, and after the championship, right here on CBSSports.com. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. It's not right here, but it is on CBS this year, which I'm kind of upset about I guess because last year we got this I like I like to watch the graphics on the screen that they come up with and Fox it rolled out their new package last year at Super Bowl so I'll be interested to see if CBS rolls one out as well but I don't bet on it I like it I like it whenever uh, Tony Romo is open call games yeah man he's fun what was the one uh, with the Chiefs that he like kind of went viral last week it, or it was two weeks ago when he's got the backup quarterback in Chad Henney. Yeah. And it's fourth and one. And they're like, oh, they're not going to run a play. And then they snap the ball. Yeah, and that's right. Give it to like Tyree kill. And he runs around the corner for a first down. Romo like lost his mind. Yeah. Do you, did you listen to that? Dude. I'll have to pull it up here in a minute. It was something. I just like Romo because he usually is very good at predicting plays. And like seeing the alignments and just knowing what's about to happen. I I think that's so impressive. Because most of the time he's right. He's he's almost always right. (laughs) Yeah. But I think, I don't know that it was necessarily that he he was wrong as much as he was like just shocked because it's fourth and one, game's on the line. With a backup quarterback. And you have a backup quarterback. And, and they're, they're like you're gonna on, run like the gutsiest play. Yeah, it's they're like, on like the 50 yard line too, or so. or on the other side, their own side of the 50. I yeah. think it was crazy. I was like, "What the heck is this guy doing?" So, what are your thoughts on this Super Bowl? Well, I, I'm excited about it because I've been a fan of both quarterbacks. You know, since they've well, since I was a little, oh, basically baby. With Tom Brady, you know, whenever he entered the league in 2000, I was six. (laughs) And then uh, Patrick Mahomes being a year younger than me. I think that's really cool. Seeing the the age gap between these two guys. 
Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like a a weird thing because, I mean, Brady's been great for many years now. Mm-hmm. And now you've got Patrick Mahomes, who is proving so far anyway to be one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. Yeah. And, I mean, there's already people saying that he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. And he's only played like three seasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's really cool. And, the, you know, just the fact that, like you pointed out earlier, that we we played on the same field did. as Patrick Mahomes. We so did. That's really cool. And I struck him out twice in baseball. <laughs> I feel like you'll always like hang that over his head. Yep. Like anytime you'd be like, Hey, Patrick, how are you doing? Uh, I just want to let you know, man, I struck you out twice. Yep. Back in high school, you know. Yeah. I just want you to know that I'm better than you. <laughs> he might not take too kindly to that. Here, put your headphones uh, he on so you can listen to this. He wouldn't care. <laughs> He'd say, I got half a billion dollars. Yeah. He'd be like, F you, Brett. I guess Andy Reid had everyone control their body language to where even the commentators and opposing players thought they weren't running a play. Just make it look like you're taking a break. Well, in a pass play, no. Yeah. I mean, on fourth and one, everyone expects you to run the ball on fourth Mm -hmm. and one. Especially when it's that close. I think everybody kind of thought that they were going to take a timeout and be like, okay, what do we need to do here to get this one yard? Yeah. And he's like, all right, let's just throw it to the outside. Why not? Yeah. Backup quarterback. Just go ahead and throw it to him. Yep. I was I was very impressed. Yeah. I think I thought it was really cool. Just like Tony. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't I don't know that I was even watching the game at that point because I just assumed that they were gonna win and I went and did something else and uh yeah, they Good grief, man. I saw that going around on Twitter and stuff. It's like, Tony Romo just lost his mind at this play. And so I watched it and I was like, okay, yeah, he literally did kind of lose his mind there. So yeah, it'll be fun to watch him commentate. And I think there was something that he actually predicted the Super Bowl this year at some point of it being the Chiefs and the Bucks. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool. Christian, what's your take on the Super Bowl? <sighs> You know, I didn't think the Chiefs would be stopped this year. I know they've had a lot of close games, but they always find a way. I was surprised they lost to Oakland, of all teams. Yeah, I mean, regular season, it it happens. It was that new stadium, man. Yep, that was it. (laughs) Um, You know, I want to see both teams have fun. Oh my God. I want to see some good commercials. (laughs) What a loser. But I've learned my lesson. I've learned my lesson. Although I am totally on board with people saying the Chiefs are favorites here. I have learned my lesson to never again bet against Tom Brady. So 
Though I think the Chiefs are the better team and very well may win. If I had to root for somebody in this case, I would root for Tom Brady. Yeah, makes sense. Just get one more before you go out. I know, man. And then Mahomes can win the next 20 after that. Yeah, I have no problem with that. I just think it'd be cool for him to... I think it'd be cool to see him go... After having a rough season last year, like, especially by his standards, it was a rough season. And to to part ways and go to Tampa Bay, of all places, that really hasn't had any success in a while. Yeah. And take him to the Super Bowl the first year and win it would be sweet, dude. Like, if you want to talk about, because everyone always talks about freaking, what's the Patriots coach? Bill Belichick. Belichick. Yeah. I don't know why I just blanked on his name, but everyone always talked about like Tom Brady and Belichick being the dynamic duo and that one without the other could not succeed. Yeah. Oh, that was like the whole talk this yeah. off season. Yeah. Was will Tom Brady be able to perform without Bill Belichick there? And did, by yeah. God, he did, man. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, look at Bill Belichick. It was rough. <laughs> yeah, it was rough, man. I mean, you're talking. I mean, yes, he, he's probably a good coach. Yeah, there's also some very controversial things that happened <laughs> with him. Or, yeah, and there's that. But but I mean, you're talking about the coach compared to the guy who's on the field. And Brady at this point probably calls most of the plays, if I had to guess. Um, yeah, I think they were saying that Bruce Arians pretty much lets Tom Brady do what Tom Brady wants to do. Yeah, I mean, you get to a point where you're a seasoned veteran. I know Peyton Manning called like all his own plays, I'm pretty sure. He was calling audibles. I mean, you get to a point where where you understand (laughs) the game better than those that are on the sideline because, I mean, you're around the guys and like, you know, Who's gassed? You know who's doing this. You know what? Like you can look at the defense and see who's in front of you and what you're looking at. And I mean, yeah, they can see a bird's eye view from the press box. You can have some guys on the sideline that, you know, are maybe a little more removed from the game and not quite as into it as you are because you're literally the quarterback making your your hands are on the ball every play. Which is why that those guys, once they get to a certain age and they you know, have that fundamental knowledge of football and like, it doesn't matter what they line up in. If they see something they don't like, they can call against it and it's perfectly fine. Yep. Those guys, I mean, they should have the reins, especially someone like Brady. I mean, you're talking about a guy who's going for a seventh Super Bowl ring this year. It's just going to feel, and this is 10th Super Bowl period. Yeah. It's going to feel so weird once he does finally decide to retire. Yeah. And then what is he going to do after that? Because he he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's just going to retire and do some commercials or spotlight. something <laughs> like Peyton Manning does. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he oh, also man. doesn't seem like a commentator. And I don't think, although I think he would be a good coach, I don't think he would. He just doesn't seem like he would be a Let his coach. reputation be spoiled yeah. if he ended up being... A terrible like having, coach a very, or, being a terrible coach, you wouldn't want that what he did as a player to be ruined. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it would be interesting to see what he did. But I mean he's set for life, man. He never has to work another day. No. He's got plenty of money. So I mean either way, he's gonna be fine. Yeah. No matter what he chooses to do. But uh who you got for Super Bowl? 
it's hard think, to bet against Tom Brady. Yeah, man. I think I'm gonna still go with Tom Brady. I, I'd like to see the, the Chiefs Buccaneers. go back to back. I think that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Mahomes it, has plenty of time to do that. He could literally win next year and then the next and go back to back. But I think it'd be really cool to see Tom Brady switch teams and win Super Bowl in his first yeah. year. And th- this is one of those Super Bowls where I, I really do like both teams. So I'm I'm gonna have a lot of fun watching this game because I do enjoy watching both of these teams, both yeah. these quarterbacks. But something's just telling me that Tom Brady's a Yeah. He's he's the GOAT. Plus I feel bad if I don't root for the team with a pirate mascot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good choice on your on your part. But I mean, I I really don't care. Cowboys aren't in the Super Bowl. Probably won't be for the rest of my life at this point. But <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't even know if they've been in the Super Bowl since we've been born. So I can't even remember the last time. I know it was in the nineties. But it, I I think ninety five. I don't know. It was like before we were born. I'm pretty sure. So they're not in. I don't care. We watch Chiefs every week just to watch Mahomes. But. Other than that, I really don't give a crap. I just want to see it. I just want to see a good close game. I want it to come down to like a game-winning field goal or a game-winning touchdown. That the it's like under two minutes and they're driving trying to score and and this will be a good that would be super exciting because I have a feeling it's going to be fairly high scoring. Oh yeah, I would assume so. I mean, last year was super low scoring for the most part. If I remember correctly, or maybe that was the year before. I think it was the year before. It was the last time Tom Brady won. Yeah, and it was just like a defensive battle. And I was like, this game's kind of boring. Mm -hmm. Come on, guys, score. (laughs) It was the Patriots and the Rams, right? I think so, yeah. The final score was like 10-3 to (laughs) or something like Uh, that. I can't remember what the final score was, but it was low. I don't know. All I know is that they were set to win, and I was like, please kick a field goal. Because my number was like six or something. Yeah. And uh, I was like, they just need to go down here and kick a field goal. And they start jogging the field goal team out. And I'm like, let's go. And I'm like cheering hard for them. And (laughs) they go out and they make it. And I'm like, let's go. And there were like 20 seconds left or something. And someone was like, oh, they could still score. And I'm like, dude, they're not scoring. Okay, look, just let me win my money and we'll we'll be done. It was great. Uh, yeah, that one was just a defensive battle. And there was a point there where I was like, this is not enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Like, we like scoring. We like excitement. And having to, like, yeah, getting a big defensive stop is cool and all, but when they do that over and over and over and it's lots of punting. Yeah. It's not exciting for a Super Bowl. So It's exciting for a punter, though. Um, <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I mean, it might be for them because they get to punt in a Super Bowl. Yeah. But I think if I think if you're a punter and you punt in pregame and you don't touch the field the rest of the game because y'all are winning, you feel really good about that. Even if you if you come warm out at halftime just for the fun of it, don't touch field and second half. That's fun, honestly. I mean, yeah, it's fun to go punt, but you'd rather win if you're punting a lot. That either means it's really heavily defensive or you guys suck and you're losing. <laughs> it's not like kicking field goals. Like kicking yeah. field goals, you know, you're putting points on the board and it's a positive thing. But yeah. punting a lot of times is kind of like, yeah, we are getting demolished right now. 
Yeah. I think I'm going Tampa Bay. And I don't have a clue what score is. I want it to be close and come down to the wire. I think Tampa Bay has the better defense of the two. And I know that both offenses really make talking about defense a moot point almost. Mm -hmm. But just the way that uh, Tampa Bay in this last game against the Packers was able to get to Aaron Rodgers several different times. Just put pressure on him. And I know Patrick Mahomes is a different quarterback. A lot more elusive. A whole lot more elusive. But Yeah, and it almost makes you wonder, is he going to have some kind of a... I mean, it didn't look like it the other day, but after his tweaked nerve or whatever he had a couple weeks ago, is that going to bother him at all? Or I mean, he looked fine last week playing, yeah. but you never know. Another week's another week on it. So you never know how it's gonna. I know it's gonna go, man. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking Tampa Bay. Um, and if they lose, I really don't care. <laughs> oh man. Are we all going Tampa Bay? Mm-hmm. The Tampa Bay football team. They're just clicking at the right time right now. I think they are, yeah. I mean, they've been pretty solid the last, what was it, seven games or something since they lost to the Chiefs. And they lost to the Chiefs, who went 14-1 and one on the season, and they lost by three points after being down 17 to nothing. Mm-hmm. So if they can learn anything after that game and they can improve their defense... And get to Patrick Mahomes, like you were saying just a second ago. Even if it's just a few times at the beginning of the game, enough to make him go like three and out or have a big punt where they're working off a short field or something, Brady will get him out of it. Yeah. I think that's going to be one of the keys to the game is if they can actually stop Mahomes, which they did in the second half. So maybe their pregame scheme for that first time that they played him was just not working. And they went in at halftime and were like, look, we're just going a completely different route the second half. And then they held them to like a field goal and a touchdown in the second half, which is kind of crazy. So, I don't know, man. It'll be fun. It'll be exciting. Uh, hope everybody gets to enjoy the Super Bowl. It is free on CBSSports.com if you didn't hear that in the article. So, <laughs> make sure you tune in and watch. Maybe they'll have some cool new graphics. That'd be sweet. And there's the weekend. Oh, yeah. Can you feel your face? Yeah, does anybody really care about the weekend anymore? (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. The first um, star of Uncut Gems to ever perform at a Super Bowl. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Does anybody even listen to the weekend anymore? I mean... They had I, like I don't a, know anything. There wasn't blinding this. lights or something big blinding on TikTok. Blinding lights is the big one. And then the other big one is I can't feel my face. Well, yeah, but that one's like several <laughs> that years one's old, old at this point. <laughs> but I can't be. Uh, what was the one that uh, Jimmy Fallon did? He did like a weird voice. On like, Wheel of Musical Impressions. <laughs> I don't even watch him anymore because all he does is talk about politics. And I'm like, dude, you're supposed to be a late night show. Like you had games and stuff that were actually entertaining. Stop talking about politics. I can't feel my face when I'm with you, but I love it so much. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Let's end this thing. Uh, Hope you guys enjoyed the Super Bowl. 
Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this one. Subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on Spotify. We are at Question at Hand on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can find all of those links at thequestionathand.com, as well as a link to our Reddit page and our Discord. Join in, join in those things. Get in the community. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys. It's the superb owl. You know, like the bird. <laughs>